0: into our conversation here this morning. First of all, let me uh, welcome everyone to um, our program. State Representative Mike Sparks is with us in studio. Mike. Hey, Brian. Looking, got you still mad? Got glasses on. You still mad? Wait and see. <laughs> okay. Just wait and see. <laughs> right. uh, let's see. Also, we've got uh, Bracken Mayo who is here with the Murfreesboro Pulse and uh, joining us by zoom from the tennessee association of broadcasters dan haskell is here and uh, i invited my friend doug combs who is um, owner of uh, wbry in woodbury and outside of working for bart here at this station my uh, only other job i've had two jobs my only other job was working at the tennessee radio network and uh doug's wife melissa was my boss there and uh the the news director and so we kind of go way back and so um and and we share ideas and uh, doug's a good friend as well so we've got everybody here uh dan and uh doug you both can hear me well i'm assuming
1: i can hear you fine i can hear you fine but i can't see you
0: yeah yeah Uh, i have a face for radio they say
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs> a lot of that going around. Yeah,
0: isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Well, we did invite the uh, the bill sponsor uh, or the resolution sponsor uh, for House Resolution 340, uh, Micah Van Hus, to be with us. He uh, could not be with us today because of, uh, of a funeral. But, Mike, kind of give us um, your um idea i guess if you will about this this resolution and what it means and then i'll let micah uh, i've got a comment from him and we'll go from there
2: well you know this isn't nothing new to me i mean and and to to the listeners i think wgns i think most people know my position um you know i i think the media has a lot of responsibility to one tell the truth to be objective um and and to help us with solutions, you know, whether it's the school board, whether it's the landfill that we only have about eight years left that, you know, it's going to be a, a major issue, you know, when when it's full um, or whether it's some of the the covid pandemic or whether it's um, some of the social issues dealing with drug addiction, uh, prison reform, uh, social justice, um, uh, criminal justice reforms. And um, uh, and I see a disc, a huge disconnect. And I've shared this. For years, as a as a former county commissioner, uh, I'd see something you know that'd be mentioned in the meet you know in a meeting, and then what's said in the paper is a little different than what was really at the meeting. Um, I've seen it at the state capitol <clears throat> hugely. I mean, it's been it's just alarming to me. And um, you know, um, just this morning on the way up here, you know, I kind of thought, man, I'm running into a fire. I got all these powerful media people and i'm only by myself and i thought about that that cool hand luke quote and uh where it says what we got here is a failure to communicate and i think if the media doesn't communicate the truth and to be objective and to help us with some of the issues that's affecting our nation right now more than ever more than ever um that it is going to take us on a path of destruction for this country, and it shouldn't be all about profit, 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 clickbait, clickbait, you know, likes and views and sound bites. And I don't think we get that out of WGNS. I don't think we get that out of the Post. I don't think you get that out of the the, the Murfreesboro Post. And I'm sure other, other radio outlets are pretty objective. But I do see it by the huge uh, oligopolies in the media, which, as y'all know, uh, what is it, about Ninety percent of the media is controlled by about five players. I think that's a threat to our republic, and because um, they're all singing off the same, off the same choir music. Um, you know, Memphis is printing the same story that Chattanooga's printing. I don't think that's objective, but um, that's kind of where my heart is. And, um, uh, and you know, when Brian, I know Brian texted me the other day. I could tell he was a little upset, and and I said, well, hey, we'll put a show together. Let's just get. Um, some of the advocates, uh, uh, you know, for the for the radio network and media, and and I'll get Micah to come up, but Micah couldn't make it. He had the that funeral to attend. So just just so people know what we're
0: talking about, House Resolution three forty basically does what in your mind? What what is house, what is me, House well, Resolution three you forty? Know, when we
2: when we had that come up, you know, a lot of people don't realize we started at like eight thirty and we ended at three thirty that that morning we worked i think it was a 19 hour session uh his first re- resolution um that was it was first it was about cnn i think it was cnn and the washington post i believe is what the first one was and we really didn't hear much about it you know there's 1500 bills that are filed every every um uh, session and um I don't I don't think people were really ready for it or anything they really wasn't ready for the debate or anything because it was everybody i mean literally there were people falling asleep um or at least I think they fell asleep um but at first it was it was really about c n n and washington post um and i can I can read it if you want me to it's a little lengthy but then he had a new one that was House resolution three forty that's i guess you could say a little softer you know and here here's the base of the headline it just says resolution member to uh, memorialize the mainstream media for sensationalism, to advance their political agendas, whereas mm-hmm. the continued strength of the republic li- relies on an educated, and informed citizenry freely exercising their rights, and whereas our nation's founders established constitutional protections for the press as they understood the role of a free press would play in keeping citizens informed, also that they understood that with freedoms comes responsibility, And they established laws to set boundaries around those rights. And whereas fake news is fabricated information made to appear as if it was factual information but lacking any assurance of accuracy or credibility. Some news outlets are more interested in entertaining their viewers than informing them of facts. These same media outlets are also interested in representing opinions and facts uh, and in promoting their own political Agenda. Mm-hmm. It and, goes and on the about the pandemic and, oh, yeah, and okay. shaming. Yeah,
0: I, I mean that, that. I just kind of wanted to get your thumbnail sketch of of what you thought this resolution meant. Um, let me let me get Micah's comments and then we will kind of okay. go from there. So uh, this is Micah Van Hus, who was the uh, House Resolution 340 sponsor. He also sponsored the other bill, which Mike, I think you were a sponsor of that one too.
2: I, I co-sponsored.
0: Yeah, co-sponsored. I, I don't
2: i don't remember that i think he tamed it down with this one yeah well we'll see
3: i understand that on the radio today you folks are talking about the fake news stuff and i uh, just wanted to call in and tell you um of the reasons i brought the bill the two bills and uh, just talk about it a little bit uh, i'm on the first one um calling cnn and washington post fake news um and didn't agree- and we just don't appreciate my constituents don't appreciate the news denigrating them uh, for casting their votes for Donald Trump, which is just what Washington Post and CNN did uh, in a couple of articles um, last year or in 2016. <clears throat> Excuse me, on the latest one that passed, um, denigrate the media uh, sensationalizing COVID-19. Um, back in April, New York Times published a, a column about uh, how 2.2 million people were going to die uh, from COVID-19 uh, here in the United States, and you know, my constituents see past uh, what the media is trying to do, um, trying to shut down the greatest country the world's ever known, a $22 trillion economy. One point I don't want people to forget is the economy that we shut down, it was not COVID-19 that shut down our economy. It was the government. Never forget, it was the government that shut down and told people they couldn't go to work. So, um, look, we live in the greatest country ever, and uh, America's great. When the people are able to work and uh, my constituents are just tired of the news, um, you know, telling them that they're just not smart enough to handle it. I think it was CNN that said, uh, a bunch of hasty Hicks." I mean, look, those are Trump voters you're talking about, uh, excuse me, not you, but the CNN, and uh, so we're honored to bring that uh, on behalf of my constituents and uh, honored to pass uh, the COVID-19 one uh, through the House of Representatives, so thank you for the time.
0: Uh, that was Representative Micah Van Huss uh, on, on the bill. So uh, let's let's bring in Dan Haskell uh, with the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters here. And Dan, kind of um, walk me through maybe the response to this resolution from uh, our friends uh, at TAB on this resolution here. What what are your thoughts?
1: Well, good morning, guys. Um... We met with the sponsor of the two resolutions and, and thought we had a pretty good understanding of one another, but there there are some distinctions not being made here. We represent uh, Tennessee over-the-air broadcasters, radio stations and television stations. Um, we don't think we're part of fake news, and, uh, but we do think we are mainstream or main street media. Um, We're your neighbors, we're the guys who are out there reporting where the tornado is or broadcasting your local football games, if they ever happen again. Um, Most of what has been discussed here is about the print media or cable, uh, who who is not us. Um, So we would like to have seen some distinction made there. there's a second major distinction here between the news and opinion. Much of what is on cable television is opinion-based news. It um, it is not the news, as as Walter Cronkite would have put it. Um, we we don't do opinions much. Um, Some of our broadcasters uh, broadcast opinion shows. Many of them are conservative radio uh, and politics. But we're not really in the opinion business. You don't hear much of that from your local broadcasters. So we're concerned because this seems to many of our viewers and listeners to be talking about us when it really isn't. And it's just not clear to anybody that we're talking about somebody else.
0: And, you know, I guess that's really where I had an issue with it. And to me, it just seems that, you know, House Resolution uh, 779, which did single out CNN and the Washington Post as fake news and contend, uh, condemns them. Uh, if, if the House thinks that it's important to spend time on something like that, then then you okay but mike that that bill got to house judiciary committee and didn't make it out to the calendar so it, it i don't know from someone on the outside looking in it looks like well we can't pass that one so let's just throw this resolution together
2: since we've got house members sleeping on the floor <laughs> Thank you. and and dan and and hey dan how you doing um uh, uh I think Nice to see you Mike. I, I, good to see you sir um last time I talked Danny gave me some great words of encouragement you, you know the last time we talked was right there by the 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 controversial bust and and you said you'd pray for my son you know he was going in for mouth cancer surgery and thankfully Preston's doing okay um pretty rough surgery though but um uh but I know you had, you know you shared with some of the frustrations or the uh, hurts that you had went through I think a year or two ago and I appreciate those words of encouragement. But um yeah, that that I mean that could have happened. I can't speak for for Micah on that. Um I know one thing I admire about Micah, you know, he was um he was a uh, a sniper in 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 Afghanistan. He's deeply convicted of of his beliefs and I appreciate that. Um and I talked to him just early on the phone. I said I said, "Look, I said, would you be willing?" I said, and "I I said I'll do it." I mean, I think he would. I said to to run a resolution next year. Um, that says, you know, that we, that we support local media. I tried to do this about a month ago, and they didn't want me to do this. They thought I'd be stirring up a, a, a can of hornets. Um, uh, just encouraging the media to, to cover some of these issues. Um, uh, here, here's the irony, and, and I know Dan kind of knows how I, I think on these things. Here's the irony. We've got a whole show dedicated, 40 minutes, with with very influential people and we're talking about this resolution but my resolution last year about the fatherless and how it it affects our society incarceration addiction so many issues never once got mentioned i had another resolution about lack of mentors in young men and young lives women and in their in their in their lives never once Did the media ever talk about none of those things? Well, you
0: do have. uh, Well, y'all did. We're talking about it here on this. I mean, we're spending time on this today. Yes, but uh, you have a show every two. I know, and and and, you know. In all fairness,
2: we, you, and I talked about this, and I know Bracken would 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 cover would cover some of these things. But here's what I'm saying: is when I see a culture, I mean, I've seen City Hall on fire. What last month? I've seen a statue torn down. I see National Guard troops. We happened to get on the ground floor of the other day by accident. We were going from the from the tunnel to two, and I guess somebody hit G. All of a sudden, the doors open up, and there's—I don't know if it's AK-47s—troops right there, six troops standing there. You know what? My heart did. My heart started beating a little bit, and then I'm thinking, what the hell's going on with this country? What is going on? And you witness, well, you've seen what happened to me the other day. Um, I think you'd heard about it with Scott. I'm literally, and I don't know if Dan knows his story, I'm on the porch of the Capitol and we're doing the show live and I had Dr. Larry Burris. Larry probably knows more about media law and First Amendment than, than probably any academic across the state. And I'm on the porch overlooking protesters. And Larry, come on first. And I see, I see, uh, I'm counting protesters and, and it's not controversial, count just protesters. 10 of them, and I'm counting about 25 troops. Carmack statue's gone, it was toppled over. And I see a guy in a green neon shirt in a wheelchair, and the, and the protesters picked this guy up. I see his feet kind of go out, and I'm thinking, what is going on? And they laid him on the plaza. And all of a sudden, I'm like, that's kind of weird. I'm on the, on the air live. You can hear it from two weeks ago on Thursday with Scott. And the guy's body is just shaking like a fish out of water. And I yell at the troopers. I said, hey, go check on this guy. He's having a seizure where well, the troopers couldn't see him. The protesters literally blocked the troopers from getting in there. Well, here come two folks, uh, Gannett and um, NPR, and, and our press secretary was out there. And I said, hey, are you going to cover this? Are you going to cover this? And I was, a little, I was a little anxious. I mean, I see a guy that could be dying. I don't see this, what's going on. And, and he said, hey, don't tell me how to do my job. You know what he did? They never covered the protest. I think one got arrested. I think one of them spit on the cop, on the troopers. They were blocking the troopers from rendering emergency aid. Finally, they got in there. Ambulance got called. Fire truck got called. I don't know if the guy died. I don't know what happened to him. Um, Somebody else with one of the radio stations, in fact, Dan, maybe you all could help me, 98.3 in one of the Giles County or something. I think she got video. I'm trying to get the video of it. They never covered the protesters stopping emergency aid. I think that should be covered. I think the city hall, the damage to what it costs taxpayers, all Mm -hmm. those overtime hours for troopers, I think these things need to be reported by the media. Well, let me ask you this, and then I want to get Doug's
0: thoughts on this and what we've really tried to do, I think, as radio stations to cover COVID-19. But if all of these things are important, and I don't disagree that they're important, then why does our house of representatives want to spend time passing resolutions at dark 30 in the morning like this? I mean, aren't there more important things to do? I mean, I think that's what we're
2: talking about here. That's what you were talking about. Aren't there more important things that we need to focus on? and And the point I'm making is yes, maybe there's more important things, but the media is a strong conduit to helping us solve problems, whether it's saying, Hey, um, you know, there was a nursing home with 19 cases of COVID-19. I got a sister in a nursing home. You got a wife in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. That needs to be reported. And that, that's true ethical journalism. But I've, I've seen political hit jobs from the media. I've been a brunt of it. We ain't got enough time to talk about that. Um, we can if you want to. But I've seen it. What's more important than what somebody said on Facebook and wait five months to put them on the front page of the paper and try to attack them in their primary. I've seen that time and time again. Try to create somebody as a racist bigot when, when they're the only re- member of the Republic, uh, Republican Party that's still with the Black Caucus over Hopgood students get arrested. See, that doesn't make news. Uh, I got an award from Alpha Phi Alpha. The main protester at MTSU gave me that award. he become intern. That doesn't make news now. That doesn't make news but you try to say that Nathan Bedford's become a Christian, and you watch what they'll do to you. In fact, I will be attacked. I promise you. I will be attacked because I mentioned Gannett and I mentioned NPR. You wait and see. There'll be dark money come against me. Because I really I w- I wish I had time to call out some white-collar corruption, which is the JLL contract. J Dan knows what I'm talking about. Where's the media on that? All the outsourcing to, to Chicago. All the jobs that were are outsourcing to Chicago. when these people can't even, even manage. They can't even manage a little thing. People don't know what JLL is. It's real estate. They shook down one of my friends who later died of a brain tumor, Tom Hyde, if y'all know Tom Hyde. This is big news. Sadly, nobody's willing to cover it. And if it took this resolution to get us to talk about JLL and real news, hey, I'm all about it. Even if it is three in the morning, Brian. Okay, um, Doug, you and I had a
0: conversation uh, about what we've been trying to do as 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 local radio stations, uh, and I think I'm not saying that you know everything that we have done has been uh, the. Uh, I I guess, gold standard. But, you know, I I think we have the ethic that, uh, you know, we want to give the information to our our listening audience that they need to know. And you and I both, I I guess, coming out of this COVID-19 thing or in in the midst of it, talked about how much extra work that there has been out there. So kind of talk to me about your thoughts on this uh, resolution and maybe why it um, is... I, I, I think maybe a slap in the face to your local radio stations.
4: Well, well sure, Brian. I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity. Can you hear me? I'm not, can't yeah. tell that from
0: here. I, I can, yeah, it's it's a little okay. shaky there, but go ahead.
4: Okay. Um. Well, first, let's step back a little bit. We're in different days than we previously were. Uh, when we were working in Nashville... We had a full time reporter covering Capitol Hill. And of course, times change, corporations' priorities change, and that went away. But the General Assembly at one time had, a office. And of course, had an office. To-
0: yeah, Doug, I'm, I'm afraid our connection there is not very good. Um, if, if you want to try to hop back on, maybe on the phone, just use that dial in number on the phone. And, and try that for some reason, our, our, connection is a little bad, but I kind of know where he was going. Uh, when we were at the Tennessee radio network, we had a, uh, you know, full-time reporter there, uh, you, you know, times have changed in, in, in that, um, Dan, let, let me bring you back in here. And you mentioned mainstream media main street media. I, I Part of the issue that I kind of see here in this is that there's no distinction between CNN and WGNS Radio, no distinction between the Washington Post and the Murfreesboro Pulse. Um, Where do you fall in on that? There is a
1: distinction, Brian. Well, in terms of this legislation,
0: is what I was, or this resolution.
1: There is a distinction, and the distinction is that you're licensed by the FCC. And those other people are not. And, and so you have been for years required to be fair. You have to take commer- uh, commercials from political candidates, um, no matter what they want to say, um, some of which you would rather not have on your radio station. The, uh, um, you are a part of the local um, community there in a way that CNN and others on the internet are not and will not ever be. Um, there are some internet news sources that are local in nature, um, and yet they, um, they don't pay as much attention to the difference between opinion and news as we do. We, we try to produce news, and if we're gonna have opinion, we put it in a box and call it opinion.
0: We we talk about this being a, um, you know, Bracken, you and I were talking just a a moment ago about the ability to speak, free speech, uh, you know, and, and, you know, that's the great thing about this country. We do have the ability to have some opinion as well. So maybe play off of of what Dan had to say there and, and bring your thoughts in.
5: Sure. Yeah, I don't. Necessarily disagree with the idea from Representative Van huss that a lot of the so-called mainstream media is um, pushing fear and conflict and pitting groups against each other, and more entertainment-driven, and then more fear. And oh no, the we're all doomed, and the country's on fire. On the other hand, they have a right to do that with their media outlet they can put on their pages or on the air what they feel is important and the it's important also for consumers of information to support the outlets that they feel are doing a good job that they feel are reporting accurate information and to let the other outlets know that might be pushing fake news or sensationalized ideas that they, they don't appreciate that or to turn away. And likewise, the advertisers on these outlets can vote with their dollars also and they can support the quality organizations that they want their brand to be positioned next to and they can turn away from those messages that they don't like. And it, it is one of the great things about the First Amendment and the United States that we do have freedom of speech. And if someone doesn't like what's on CNN or in the New York Times, they can go create their own newsletter or blog or publication, and they can speak their mind. They can distribute that. They can get their own opinion out there and have a, have a voice as well.
0: Dan, let me let me let you have uh, one, one more chance to, to bring a distinction. I know that you have a, an appointment here and then we'll kind of continue along. But there's an important distinction between CNN and what WGNS can do. I mean, cable news is, is different than over-the-air free radio. So being lumped into the mainstream media i guess that's that's really the the biggest part of the issue here would you say that would be correct
1: the the two distinctions i'd like you to come away with is is the difference between uh, licensed over-the-air broadcasting um and print or cable or internet based things and the difference between news and opinion we tried to distinguish between those two things in our product and many of the others do not. And they do that because it drives dollars to them and, and gets attention. Um, thanks for listening to me. Yes, Good sir. to see you, Mike.
2: Thank you, Dan. Hey Dan, let's work on this. Um, I'm sure Micah would, would, would carry it. Cause I tried to, to, to do something a few weeks ago with Jennifer Easton, you know, Jennifer, and, um, and even William Lamberth, and they were worried I was going to create a bunch of hornets and nest and just wake wake it up. And um, and it's not the intention to do that. The intention is to say, look, they're a great ally for Republicans and Democrats to cover uh, and help us provide solutions uh, with it. But but I'll, I'll be happy to carry it. I mean, I think Mike would be more appropriate to carry it because since he's got this one, you know, but I'd be willing to carry it if he, if he won't.
1: We'll talk about that in the new day
2: yes sir thank you sir be safe appreciate
0: right. that dan um doug is is back on here with us i wanted to let him come back in i think we've got a better connection and uh maybe just give us your overall thoughts here doug on on what we talked about and sure and uh go, go back into some of the um, um information that you wanted to share a moment ago okay
4: well i think representative sparks had it correctly when he said what we have here is a failure to communicate Uh, Basically, um, the resolution starts and ends with a pen. It's created with a pen, and then it's signed and adopted with a pen. But somewhere in the middle, the pen became a paint roller, and all of your local broadcasters got clumped in with cable channels. Now, cable channels, in my opinion, is one of the worst things that ever happened to news programming, Because you don't have enough content to fill 24-7, so what do you do? You put people in there who speak and create interest and draw viewers, because news, for the most part, is dull. Let me tell you what the difference is between a cable channel and a local broadcaster, and it doesn't get any more mainstream than your local federally licensed facility. During COVID-19, at my radio station, we reconfigured the way we did public, uh, public service announcements and doubled the content on the air. We added a daily health feature. We provided live coverage of county commission, town council, school board, and budget committee meetings because not everybody is on the positive side of the digital divide. They did not have the ability to to Zoom or Facebook Live. And with that in mind, we also reached out to all of our houses of worship and said, if you don't have an on-air broadcast, send us your program. We will have you on the air to connect with your parishioners during this period. And we're still providing live broadcasts on Sunday for some of the churches in the community. This is what your local broadcasters do. And for that generic term to be placed, um, Mike, we're not mad. I told my local representative, Clark Boyd, I'm not mad. I'm just very disappointed.
0: Mike, um... I think that is the biggest thing. There's yeah. there's a distinction, and I, I use the same term, broad brush. This yeah. this, this resolution seemed to broad brush media, well, all media together. Yeah, so. and,
2: and here, here's my logic, and I don't mean to ever come across hateful or sarcastic. I think sometimes fire's got to be lit. A spark's got to be set there to, to light a little fire, to get people to think about things and say, hey, you know, uh, what is going on? I mean, I, I'm not alone. I, I, we could put a poll out there, Brian. We ought to put a poll. Um, maybe Brad can put a poll. Uh, Post can put a poll out there. Um, about I'm not alone. I think I'm in the majority, but I'm in the silent majority, and they're so silent they never want to say anything, and they don't want to hurt people's feelings. Sometimes feelings got to get hurt. My my feelings get hurt every day. Every day my feelings get hurt. But you know what? I'm gonna keep keep trucking on this kind of stuff because I'm seeing a world going to hell. I'm seeing what happened to John DeBerry, literally a black Democrat taken off the ballot that marched with Dr. King after 26 years. I think that's unfair. I think that needs to be covered. Mainstream media is not there. Yeah. uh, Baker Jackson, I think at Memphis Flyer covered it. Um, A couple of news media outlets. If this, if this was a, what he needs to do is go have a little statue, knock it over. Then they'll cover that. This is the irony. They'll go cover five people showing up with a couple of signs, But a a 26-year lawmaker that has got more influence in the Tennessee General Assembly than every black Democrat and Democrat combined, when he gets up and says something, everybody listens up there. He can make more of a difference with criminal justice reform, with addiction, with investing in his community, investing in the inner city, investing in education. More than the rest of them. And anybody, challenge me. Just let's debate it if anybody wants to argue about it. And here, look what happened to him. He's taken off the ballot, kicked to the curb. He don't have a voice. Mainstream's not there. Yeah, maybe a little radio station down there is covering it. But I'll run a resolution. i support local journalism. Buy an ad in the Pulse. Buy an ad on WGNS. Buy an ad in in the Murfreesboro Post. Support our local journalism. When, When you see the big oligopolies laying them off, they're laying them off. I remember Mark Bay, i seen a Mark put on Facebook, it was years ago. Yeah, I just got back from vacation, found out I lost my job. I tried to find him a job. I had him, a, well, you know, an interview at the Capitol, and he ended up getting on with journeys. But um, it's, an, it's the oligopolies, I'm telling you, and the control and the money, because a lot of this is political. They have an agenda, a narrative they want to create, and – Maybe I'm the only one that sees it. I don't think I am. I think others see it. Well, you know,
0: if you talk to 10 different people, you're going to get 10 different answers on what's most important to them. And I don't know that it's our job to decide what's most important, um, but to try to get on as many voices as possible to let our listeners make that decision. And that's kind of what drives what we do. Um uh, your voice is gonna be louder than others on certain issues. And, and you know, uh, n- not every single thing that 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 you think is important is 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 here's, gonna
2: be here's on the example. air. <laughs> another example. Um Tennessean called me last year wanting to quote. I didn't know who the guy was. The guy think about this folks, you listeners, think about this. He never called me on nothing else. Okay. Never called me. He wanted to find out about Glenn Cassidy, okay. I made this quote. Here's what my quote said. I can remember it just off the top of my head. I said, I like what President Obama said. Therefore, by the grace of God, go I. I said, um, I said where were you on these other issues I'm running? Childhood sexual trauma that leads to to many problems in, in society. Um, addiction, incarceration, the fatherless, low pay of adjunct professors. Uh, you know, McPhee got a $52,000 pay raise. I'm probably the only lawmaker that's going to say it. Where were y'all? And you know what he quoted in the paper? All that part was left out, and I mentioned all the other issues I, I, I've taken on. Restoring the longevity pay that goes against um, Haslam and, and Bill Lee. You'd think they'd cover that stuff. You know what the quote was? All that was taken out, and it said, "Spark says Glenn Cassidy's to be held account- uh, accountable to his voters. All the other essence of that quote. You would think a Republican quoting Obama would make <laughs> news. You know, and I like that quote. Therefore, by the grace of God, go I. You know, I'm not going to go judge him. Now, he's got to report to his district. Uh, that's who we're held accountable to, and and we've got to
0: close here. But let me let me just say this: if if your free over-the-air radio and television station isn't here, what's left? That's a concern.
2: But what's But we need competition. What's we left? don't need oligopolies controlling no, no, no. everything. But what's left? I mean, you've got you've got social media, which you don't know if that's true. You've got the Pulse. You've got Murfreesboro post. I mean, we do need local media. There's no doubt. You have CNN. You have Fox. I, I don't trust none of them. Well, I mean, that's what's left. If you don't have. And, and that's all the reason we need this discussion. And hopefully Bracken will do a story on this. I know his mind's got to be be. Uh, but I, I put on Facebook, I was going to share a miracle. I know we don't have time. Bracken had paid taxes for years and years and years. He's a small business owner. He's a monthly paper. Gannett, the others never pay taxes on their printing. He was stuck with paying taxes for years. Last year, we cut taxes off of him. Now, some people printed it. I had to beg Gannett to put put, to put the op-ed in the paper. But okay. those, those are the same
0: newspapers that that we allow local governments to send all of their money to because
2: that's where public notices have to go, even though well, they're not read. That's, red, that's so. another discussion. <laughs> but here, here, here's there's no lobbyists for the small business people. I mean, Bracken has no lobbyists. Bracken's out delivering papers, what today and yesterday. So, anyways, pick up a copy of the the, the Post and the uh, and the Pulse today, and consider buying an ad. Well, um, I I think this was interesting
0: discussion, and um, you know, I, I think there's 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 room for for all of us here. But you know, this this COVID nineteen thing has been tough on a lot of businesses. And uh, your free over-the-air radio and television stations have have suffered through some of that, too. So yeah. um, if if we're not here, what's left? that, that oh, I'm with have, you. That, exactly. That. <laughs> we'll work on that resolution. So, Y'all
2: just help us with the, with the language.
0: Well, I want to thank uh, Dan Haskell for uh, joining us from the TAB. Uh, Doug Combs as well from uh, WBRY in in Woodbury, uh small Radio station, uh, small town radio station owner like ourselves here in Murfreesboro at WGNS and uh, Bracken Mayo for being with us here as well. Appreciate you joining us. Don't forget you can check the podcast of WGNSradio.com a bit later on and uh, catch up with what we had to talk about today if you joined us late. It's 11 o'clock at WGNS Murfreesboro. Stay tuned. Clark Howard coming up.